All right. Well, uh, we've got a few minutes left, so let's um, let's have some have yeah. some fun with Chat GPT. So this, this is, is going to be this going to be fun. I, I'm looking forward to this. So if you're listening on the podcast, this is going to be fairly visual. We'll read some of the answers and things like that, but I don't think you're going to want us to just read to you. So you may want to head over to either, either the YouTube channel um, or to our page persuasionbythepint.com and and kind of look at the last if you kind of want to see it in action and see how fast some of this stuff comes out. Yeah. You could go to the website, go to our website and uh, check out the last uh, we're at 57 minutes. Um, not that you're going to remember that if you're out working out or driving in your car, but um, there's a lot of resources there. If you go to persuasionbythepint.com. All right. So Jonathan, let's, uh, let's start out with something as basic as kind of what we were talking about. So how about if we just said, what are, first of our, all, where, 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 what link is this that we're, Oh yes. So it's, chat.openai.com slash chat. Yeah. So the first time you go to that link, it's going to take you to OpenAI's login and you'll have to create a OpenAI account, which is free. Mm-hmm. And by the way, this tool is free too. Yep. Um, and then you'll have to navigate your way back here because OpenAI is a huge platform. This is just one tiny thing inside their whole. Yep. I think OpenAI <laughs> is going to be the biggest company in the world in five years. Um, I think it'll be bigger than Apple or anybody else in five years. Uh, that's my opinion. It's not investment advice. You can't invest in them anyway. We have this private. recorded, so I'm going to yeah. say <laughs> They're a private company anyway, so you, you probably couldn't invest anyway if you wanted to. That's right. That's exactly. Um, but I do think they'll be probably one of the biggest companies on the planet. But if they're uh, going the way that you say, Sean, they're probably going to be public one of, these, one of these days. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, nobody, they're, so nobody builds businesses I'm, without yeah. wanting that public money. For That's sure. Right. Um, Elon Musk was originally a founder, but he actually pulled out of this. Mm, yeah. Which is interesting. That is interesting. Um, but yeah, so that's chat.openai.com slash chat. If you just do the hashtag chat GPT, yeah. you'll find all kinds of conversations around this on any platform you're on. So Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, whatever. So let's say, um, let's say, Write five phrases I could use in sales to garner or respect from my client. All right, got to change phrases. Right? Is it going to self-correct? Or auto-correct phrases. phrases. Oh, yeah. Sorry. (laughs) I'm a terrible typist. Oh, me too. Uh, There we go. Here we go. So it'll take a a second or two. It's thinking. Sometimes it's super fast. Sometimes it is a little slow. So here it is. It's giving me number one. I understand your concerns and appreciate your honest feedback. This and it, it even gives me the reason why it shows this phrase, <laughs> right? It didn't just give me the answer. Sure, yeah. It gave me the re. And sometimes it does that. Sometimes it doesn't. Like I don't understand exactly. Yeah. You know how it does its thing, but so here's what it came up with. I understand your concerns and appreciate your honest feedback. Um, this phrase shows that you are listening to the prospects' mm-hmm. concern and value their input. I'm confident that our products service can help you achieve your goals. That one's pretty pretty bad. Pretty yeah. Pretty, that's first year salesman stuff. Right, right. Um, Most, I have a track record of helping business like yours succeed. Very generic. Eh, yeah. yeah, not good. I'm happy to provide references. Nope. Nope. I'm yeah. committed to your success and we'll do everything I can to help you. So, so again, four out of five, very we're not generic. good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we can hit try again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ba- let's go back to the drawing board. Let's try yeah. again. But the fact is that first phrase, I mean, I could use and put in my pocket. Mm-hmm. And and do pretty well with sure. <laughs> that one's not bad. Uh, so like, yeah, actually that that first one's pretty good. Um, yeah. Can you tell me more? So that's a really good way to elicit more answers. I appreciate your honesty and sharing your thoughts and feelings. You help me feel more comfortable. How can I help you feel more comfortable? That sounds, sounds a little good. manipulative. So let's let's. Yeah. Um, 
But it's better than what it had yeah, before. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're getting better as you go. As a trust advisor in the industry, I'm like, can I provide you with additional resources to answer your questions? Yeah. So, I mean, that's not bad. Um, I understand your time is valuable. Hey, just like yeah. what we were discussing earlier, thank you for yep. taking the time to speak with me today. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, the fact is, if you did these things... Um, that'd be pretty, pretty good. Yeah. So let's, so let's these are much some, better from that first round for sure. Right. And, to, and to think like in the past you would have had to read like four or five marketing books or sales books or absolutely go yeah. to three or four training classes. Mm-hmm. I mean, some people are already using this. I mean, this has been out for two weeks Yeah. and I've seen some of my mar- marketing friends, copywriting friends, they're using this instead of Google to wow. ask questions. That's pretty interesting. That's a huge shift. That's big. Yeah. You know? Um, so, I mean, any question you ask Google, you could now ask this. Now, here's the difference. Not everything that chat GPT, I mean, they tell you, right, if I start over, right here on the, on the homepage, um, they tell you, may occasionally generate incorrect information, mm-hmm. may occasionally produce harmful instructions or biased content, and it does not know about events after 2021. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you have to be a little bit careful. You have to, sometimes you have to, if you're getting really detailed, you have to kind of cross check some stuff, but the speed at which it generates answers is so phenomenal. Yeah. Um, that if all it did was gave you a couple ideas in 15 seconds, That's you good. Know, it's, it's worth checking in. Right. So uh, what are some other, other things doesn't have to be around what we were talking about. I mean, it could be, um, what are, why you're thinking, why you think of a question, I'm going to write another question. Okay. What are the different types of craft here? There you go. All right. So this is something you could also do in Google, but you're going to get a little bit different answer, right? Cause now Google, you're getting, you know, you're getting so much, um, you know, even when you do Google searches on something like that, maybe mm-hmm. we should do that. Let's compare a Google search with the same question and see what there the difference would t- be. Yeah. So there's ales. Oh, and it tells you why it's an ale and how so it works. So I love that. I love the fact that it breaks down the... Loggers. The ales, loggers, and the difference between each of them. Yeah. Look so now at watch that. this. I'm impressed. So now watch this. Now you, Jonathan, as a as a former niche book writer, mm-hmm. yep. I can see your brain turning already. Yeah, big time. <laughs> like absolutely. Like I could I could turn out niche book. You could turn out niche books. I mean, look at all this. Like <clears throat> so so far we've got ale, lager, porter, mm-hmm. stout, wheat beer, sour beer, and then there are many other types of beer as well. So I can do a couple things. I could say continue with oh, man, uh, other. Beer types. That, oh, that didn't go. Continue. Continue with other. It told me there was many other craft, other types. So let's see what it says. If it, it's thinking. Oh, it's writing. It's just below the screen. Sure. Here are a few more types of craft beer. Belgian, barrel-aged, fruit beer, honey beer, spiced beer. I mean, this thing's written, I don't know what the word count is here, but I'm getting close to 250, 500 words, you know, in 30 seconds. That's awesome, man. I love that. Right. Now, let's do the same, let's take the same phrase. What are the uh, what are the different types of craft beer? I'm going to go to Google. I'm going to do the put it in Google, and here's what I get for my first result on Google. I get basically the uh, some of the same stuff. It's a little more specific. Um, I get one kind of you know main popular blog. So then I click through to that. So it gives me a similar thing, 
but I don't know, this response actually feels better to me for information than I'm searching for even then. Yeah. Than this. I think part of it is this is so much cleaner, right? It's just mm-hmm. like, Oh, this gives me the information I need. And like, dude, I love it. It's, it's so, I mean, I love how it just breaks it down each one. And it's very, I mean, it's written like, you know, in the past, it, AI was a little clunky. Um, and there's maybe some things in here that if I was a actual brew master, maybe I would, I could find some faults right now. I can't cause I'm not that smart about beer. Um, but it looks, it looks pretty accurate to me. Right. But what I could do as, so let's say I wanted, I was a content writer, content copywriter, mm-hmm. right. I can now take this. And if I wanted to beef this up a little bit, I now have my basic first draft now I can go in and I can start doing some research and I can talk about the history of AL. I could talk about the history of lager. You know, I could go in and, and, or I could just do that here. I'd be like, um, I could be, okay. Tell me about the history of lager beer. Wait, lager. Did I spell that right? You would think a guy on a beer show would do that. <laughs> Um, <laughs> right. So now I've got a copy and paste of that first, those first two responses into a Google doc or whatever. So now I'm going to break, I'm going to start breaking these down one at a time. Tell me about the history of lager beer. It's thinking, meanwhile, I'm drinking my lager beer while it's doing the work. Look at that. Lager beer is a type of beer that is fermented with bottom fermenting yeast at lower temperatures than ale. Lagers have a clean, crisp flavor that are typically lighter. I mean, I can't even read as fast as it's, as it's going. It's amazing. The, I mean, it's very concise, too. I love just how it's laying it out. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's interesting you say that because a lot of my writer friends are like, oh, this has no, there's no emotion. There's no passion. There's no soul. There's well, no that's person. Not, Okay. So there's, that's one aspect to look at it, but I'm not, right. I'm not, I'm, if I'm looking at it for information, I'm not looking for soul. I'm looking exactly. for, um, you know, I'm, to me, this gives me a better, uh, right. understanding than if I Googled the same thing. So, right. Cause now I've got to sort through blogs and all this exactly. stuff. Exactly. This is basically what this is doing is it's, 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 um, what's the word aggregating? Yes information into a nice, easy to read article, mm-hmm. right? Which is what blogs originally did. Sometimes blogs have too much opinion Yeah, for people. Yep. I can't tell you how many times I've searched something and because they're, they're, they're working on SEO and they're trying to do all this stuff. Like there's this three page lead up to the actual information I want. Yeah. It's like, I want to know the interactions between this supplement and this drug and I go on very well med or something like that. And it's like two pages of, well, here's why, you know, the supplement was invented. Here's what it does. Right. And it takes me three pages to get to the actual interaction. Sure. Yeah. Right. So what's another, um, you can ask this thing, anything. Mm-hmm. So what, what would you want to ask it, Jonathan? What, what pressing question in life <laughs> would you like to ask? Um, let's see. What is a pressing, um, or just curiosity. Yeah, curiosity. Um, like I said, it, it, it probably won't do anything super timely, but mm-hmm. we can test. Let's say, um, here's, a, here's an interesting, right? So how are odds set in Vegas? Vegas. Ooh. That's, that, yeah, that's good. That's good. Let's see. To set odds for a particular event, bookmakers or sports books consider a variety of factors, including the perceived strength and competing teams, blah, blah, blah. They will consider the betting patterns of their customers and try to set the odds in such a way as to balance the amount of money being wagered on each side of the event. For example, um, they may set the odd. This is inter- like they're actually getting into some details here. Big time. Behind the, behind the scenes stuff that you would need to know. So, and we'll, open. So, here, I mean, Obviously, most people know if you Google this, you're mm-hmm. just going to get page after page of, you know, you know, different links to different information. 
Yeah, so let's do Whereas that. Whereas with this, I mean, it's it's very, I mean, it's clear and concise. I mean, you get, uh, you'll get one good kind of search. And yeah, then typically you've get the, yeah, you've got the most predominant at the very top. You get a paragraph. And then you're going to get a lot of people who are a lot of affiliate links for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, but you, gotta you know, just some of this is going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And that's going to happen with it. People are going to take this stuff and turn it into an affiliate, mm -hmm. you know, page or things like that for sure. Right. Um, but yeah, like this is a good, really good paragraph here. For example, if a bookmaker sports book believes that team A is more likely to win a particular game than team B, they may set the odds for team A to win at 150, negative 150, and the odds for team B at plus 110. This means you bet 150 on team A and they win, you receive $250 uh, your original plus 100. Yeah. Uh, let's see. It doesn't say why they do it or things like that. Uh, you can always prompt this thing to say, tell me more or continue or whatever. Sure. Here are a few more details about how odds are set in Vegas. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that's when you get the good stuff. Yeah. Is when you, you say, tell me more or continue or something like that. Um, it's really good. At, I think it lists. As soon as this is done, we'll we'll give it a list on you know anything. Um, like, do you have anything around golf that you would want to ask it? Uh, yeah. Um, let's see how to um, just set you know best way to lower my handicap in golf. What is the you best want five way? Five ways. You want ten ways. No, I want, I just put, what's the best way? Yeah. What's the best way? Cause then I want to hear. Practice. <laughs> That's not the answer I wanted. Um, so yeah. So it says, uh, practice regularly, work on your short game. A good short game can make the big difference in your score. Take lessons. Uh, yes, there's nothing earth shattering here. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I was just um, curious what play it would with say. Players, that's good. Um, play, play with better often. players. That's actually, yeah, that's good advice. Always play with yeah, somebody play with, higher than you. Yeah. Um, play a variety of courses, analyze your scores. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, so sometimes they're not super unique. How to, uh, I, uh, more specific here, here's one, how to, uh, how do you select a driver in golf? How do you select a driver? Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yep. Head sides. Absolutely. So you can start to see so, like how content uh, is going to be, you know, so much easier to write now. I mean, look I, at that. You know, Jonathan, I just, so that's good that the flex, I thought, I actually thought that would be higher um, the uh, shaft flex, but yeah. that's good that it includes it. You know, and I well, just throw this out there because I want to see how, I mean, this is really good. I mean, for somebody that just wants to, that really is on the outside of something and really wants yeah. to start, you know, a, a, get a good baseline. This is a great yeah. starting place. But see, here's, you know, what you would do is you would take <clears throat> this result, you put it in a Google doc. Yep. Right. Mm -hmm. And then you start going back in and you say something like, um, uh, describe the importance of shaft Mm -hmm. or off of drivers. Yeah. Now, if you wanted to build this out and start to build an article from it, mm -hmm. you can go back in and it'll start to really like give you some meat, you yep. know, on the, on the outline. Right. Yep. And you think about it, this is the way we wrote, all the way back in high school, right? It's like mm -hmm. you come up with your five points, you come up with your kind sure. of your main points and you start mm -hmm. doing your research yeah. back in our day, Jonathan, it was the card catalog at the school <laughs> library yeah. and you hope they had the book. <laughs> Otherwise you had to go down 
This is I mean, crazy luckily, how, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, we, we had to take field trips to like the low, the, the biggest library we could find within 20 miles or 50 miles, you know, if our local library didn't have, our school library didn't have it. Um, so this is amazing. I mean, you, know, you do, you do that for each of the points that it gave you. And now you've all of a sudden gone from a, you know, a 150 word article to a, yeah. a thousand word article yeah. and a decent blog post. Yeah. So, so if you want to, this is the last thing I'll show. Um, I could play with this thing like all night, but. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, and it's funny cause the last two weeks, a lot of my friends and different, you know, the writers, the entrepreneurs, all this stuff, they've all been playing with it. They've all been having different conversations about it. Some are scared. Some are no, man, amazed. Why would you be scared of something that could, could help you? I mean, think about this. Like you mentioned something earlier, Sean, because I've written several books in niche industries. Um, right. You know, one veterinarian industry, yeah. obviously the golf industry, um, golf and sales, marketing, podcast, all of those Every, every book that I've ever, you know, published in the past has been in a very niche segment. All of, I mean, this tool right here would have helped me big time in all of those, you know, all of those areas uh, from a writing standpoint. Especially um, with some of the industries that I didn't have, a, <laughs> like the, like the vet industry where I did a mark, you know, I did a very, I mean, I did a best-selling book in the, in the mark, like marketing's marketing for veterinarians back in the day. Um, that was extremely popular and I didn't have anything like this. I had to rely on, uh, someone that I hired off of, um, you know, uh, one of these, you know, outsourcing sites you know, that you find Look at that persuade the persuade. Look at that. Even some great names. Yeah. Those are not bad at all. No. Persuasion <laughs> unleashed. That's great. Persuasion factor. Like, no, this is good. Look at that. So it, it, and look at the title of a book, you know, ask it a title of a book, you know? Yeah. I mean, just, yeah, so say give me in best selling book titles in the a niche. Give me a niche. Um, let's say in the um, I, I, like in the uh, let's see ten best selling title books in the uh, let's see. Should we make it business or something outside of business? Doesn't matter. Um, investing. Let's just say investing. That may be a little too broad. I don't, know. I don't think so. I mean, it'll pull something up. <laughs> okay, so that it. So yeah, it's stealing from. <laughs> right. So I need to be a little bit more specific. Um, yeah. All those, but that's taken. still that's still good information, right? Because that's like sure. okay, these are the best selling books in, mm -hmm. in investing. So I need to just I could mix and match those if I wanted to. So it's still good information. Yeah. Um. Give me probably the best selling because it probably keyed off that. Give me ten ideas for book, book titles titles in the investing niche. niche. This will be interesting. See how different it is. I don't know how this is converting on a podcast. Um, yeah, I would say to all of our listeners, we always post the video on our show page. So yeah. you need to be watching the video of this. Yeah, just it's to be able to see. And, and to see how fast it's doing it. And so mm -hmm. again, it, it pulled again, stuff that's already there. Yeah, stuff that... Yeah, exactly. So that, so that one, it, that was a dud. Mm -hmm. I'd say what, if I can get three out of four wins, I mean, that's, mm -hmm. I mean, the amount of time I'm saving, but even knowing this, like, sure. It all actually almost gave me the exact same titles, which, mm -hmm. um, that's not good at all. Yeah. It's supposed to remember as long as I don't press new right. chat up here. Right. It'll kind of remember what it's talked about. 10 more ideas. So that's better because I don't recognize these titles. I would have to go 
the art. So there's a book on value investing, but I, I don't recognize the art of value investing. So yeah. it may be adding to some existing. Yeah. Um, and you can keep, you can do try again three or four times and it'll force it to go sure. deeper and deeper. Right. So that's one way to do it. Yeah. Um, that's let's, good. Let's cl- so you clear that. Um, how do I, we'll, we'll end with something like this. How do I convince my teenager in a heartfelt way to honor his curfew? Ah. Is that how you spell curfew? Curfew? Yeah. You got right. it back. How do you spell C-U-R-F-E-U. C-U-R-F-E-U. Yeah, there you go. F-E-U. F-E-W, I'm sorry. F-E-W. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I think you got heartfelt and stuff. You left out an A, but that's all right. Oh, yeah. He probably heartfelt. understands it. If he doesn't, then fix it. <laughs> See if it's smart enough to fix it. I love how it kind of summarizes what you asked it. Start, yeah, I know, yeah. Concerns and why you feel it's important for them. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Try to understand their perspective. Yes. For alternative solutions, if there's a special. Yeah, this is good. I mean, set clear boundaries and consequences. Always good. Yeah. Be supportive, encourage, open, come remind your teenagers that you are there for them. And that, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is like, a, you know, yeah, that's incredible that this, this can just pull up this yeah. in four points that, that quickly. That's yeah. Amazing. So it's, it's, it's really amazing. So yeah, if you, if you, if you're not watching the video, go watch the video. Cause it, I think you'll be a little bit more blown away and it really is the quality. Uh, so here's one I played with, um, just for fun. Mm-hmm. I was like, right. And I, I found this to be like a really it helped get some emotion out of it yeah. because a lot of people complain it doesn't have enough emotion or mm-hmm. things like that. So I was like, I was like, what would force it to write with a little bit more emotion? Mm-hmm. Actually, we'll do this and then we'll do one more. I know okay. It's a long show already, but yeah, maybe you can break it up or something. Yeah, we'll break it up pieces. in two parts. Um, so write a journal. I did this. I did this the other day. I said, write a journal entry of a 22-year-old lonely girl who is lonely on a Friday night. So my daughter's 22. And when I was first playing with this last week, or two weeks ago, Mm -hmm. she was there. She had a friend over, actually, so she wasn't quite lonely. Mm -hmm. Um, I was just kind of playing with things. I wanted to see what she would say once it read. So um, I did something like that. It was close to this is write a mm-hmm. journal entry of a 22 year old girl who's lonely on a Friday night. Yep. And I wanted to see what it would do. Like, does it know emotion? Does it have a sense for that? Right. Um, and what it came up with last time was pretty good. Cause I read it to my daughter and she was like, I feel like you were reading my soul. <laughs> I think is what she said. Oh, um, interesting. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah, can't believe I'm, I can't believe I'm spending another Friday night alone. All of my friends are either out with their significant others or at parties. And I'm sitting here on the couch, scrolling through social media, feeling sorry for myself. I know I shouldn't let being single define my happiness, but it's hard not to feel lonely when everyone around me seems to be coupled up. I tried to make plans with a few people, but no one was available or interested. I even considered going out myself, but the thought of being alone at a bar or club just made me feel even more isolated. I keep telling myself that it's not a big deal that I can have a good time on my own. But the truth is that I just want someone to share my life with. I want to have someone to laugh with and confide in someone who cares about me and makes me feel loved. Is that really too much to ask for? I know I shouldn't get you down on myself, but it's hard not to feel a little bit hopeless. Sometimes I just wish I had someone to cuddle up with on a lonely Friday night. Maybe tomorrow will be better day. (laughs) That's pretty darn good. Wow. This is AI. I mean, it's crazy. Um, the last one I'll end with, um, because we're in the holiday season is write a Hallmark movie script. script. Not, this is super hard. Um, let's see, uh, write a, uh, write a Hallmark Christmas movie script. 
Is that what you're Hallmark? Right? Yeah. Movie script. Um, what? Let's let's put like a something in it that would make it a little different. Write a Hallmark Christmas movie script. Um, what's a what's something we could kind of tweak it with, right? Um, featuring Bruce Willis beer. <laughs> oh, featuring go. craft beer, right? To stay on topic with the show. Stay yeah. on, we gotta stay on brand, man. <laughs> Let's see what happens. This will be a. So we got the blinking box. It's like a blinking cursor, but it's a blinking thinking, box. Instead. Thinking, thinking, it is thinking. It's it's, it's <laughs> gathering information. Title: A Crafty Christmas. Oh, I love it. Act one: Small, small town. Um, look Maple. at this. This is crazy. Maple Falls. I mean, the, the subtle like little things. Maple because maple's in a lot of craft beers, right? Nice. Maple's. This is um, insane. Act one: The small town of Maple Falls is bustling. I got to read this. Look for at our, this, our Anna. Listeners. It's even got a character. Yeah, and notice like the character names are Christmas specific, right? Yeah. So let me read yeah. this for our listeners. So the the prompt was write a Hallmark Christmas movie script featuring craft beer. Mm-hmm. The title is a crafty Christmas. You had me right there. <laughs> like I'm sold. Like sign me up. Beautiful. Right. The small town of Maple Falls is bustling with holiday cheer as the annual Christmas festival approaches. The main attraction is the tree lighting ceremony, which is held at the local brewery, (laughs) Maple Falls Brewery. Beautiful. As the owner of the brewery, Sam is feeling the pressure to make this year's festival success. He has been working tirelessly to create the perfect holiday craft beer. But despite his best efforts, the recipe just isn't coming together. Meanwhile, Anna, a talented craft beer blogger, has just arrived in town for the festival. She's excited to try all of the local brews and share her experiences on her blog. Look at this. Act two. As the festival gets underway, Anna starts sampling the various craft beers at the brewery. She's impressed by the quality of the brews, but she can't help noticing that Sam seems preoccupied and stressed. When she asks him what's going on, Sam confides in her that her, he's struggling to create the perfect holiday craft beer. Anna offers to help, and they and together they start experimenting with different ingredients and flavors. As they work, they start to develop a friendship, and Anna begins to see the charm and passion that makes Maple Falls Brewery so special. Act 3. After days of experimentation, Sam and Anna finally come up with a perfect holiday craft beer. They unveil it at the tree lighting ceremony, and it's a huge hit. As the town gathers around the tree, Sam and Anna share a special moment, sipping on their new creation and feeling the warmth of the holiday season. Oh. As, they, as the night comes to a close, they both realize they have found something <laughs> special in each other and in the magic of Maple Falls. Wow. Act four, as Christmas approaches, Sam and Anna continue to work on their craft beer and their relationship. They spend their days at the brewery, laughing, tasting new brews, and spreading holiday cheer to all who come through the doors. That's amazing. As, As the new year approaches, Sam and Anna toast to a bright future and the magic of Christmas that brought them together. End scene. Sam and Anna stand in front of the twinkling Christmas tree at the brewery, wrapped in each other's arms and surrounded by the joy and love of the holiday season. I love that. That's That's great. You could pitch that tomorrow to Hallmark. Absolutely. No doubt. And they'd be like, yeah, yeah, we can do that. We can have that done next week. Yeah. You know, the only thing it missed, I think, was the tension. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like, what is, um, yeah. The, so let's, so I'm just curious. Area like, of struggle. Yeah. Is the tension or struggle in act two? Oh, you can be that specific that you can. Oh, you can, the more specific, the better the response. Is. I mean, that you can go back into that specific. Yeah. Wow. If it's immediately following, it'll, it'll reference back. My gosh, look at this. This yeah. is crazy. So in the fictional script, A Crafty Christmas, the tension or struggle in act two and Sam's, is Sam's struggle to create the perfect holiday craft beer for the Christmas festival. Wow. So it did have the story. I just didn't yeah. catch that. Okay. As, as like the, usually it's struggle the relationship. With the fact that he is, he is overwhelmed and stressed. Yeah. Right. Which is causing him to have difficulty focusing on his work. I guess that makes sense, right? Because Anna's going to come to his rescue. She's the savior. Sure. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Right. I guess it does make sense. So, um, 
and you can you can really you know accentuate that. Yeah, you, I mean, know, you that take stress this outline and, yeah. to a writer's room. <laughs> yeah, and say, hey, here's the here's the idea. Yeah, you know, we'll put in the nuance, blah blah mm-hmm. blah. Like it's done. So, yeah. um, I mean, that's super this is powerful. great, man. I mean, think yeah. about all the writers out there. You know, copywriters, writers. You know, who need just, I mean, are just, you know, they suffer from the, you know, you know, the, the blank screen. Yeah. Yes, exactly. They struggle with the blank screen, you know, every day. Yeah. And you can ask this thing anything. You can say, you know, write me an email. And the more you play with it, the more you learn as, mm-hmm. as the controller of the AI. And this is where I think, you know, where I'm, where a lot of this, the people who are accepting this and not fighting it, or like, this is an incredible tool. It is. Because they're like... Because there's only so... In my opinion, there's only so far this can take you. This can... This provides you with a lot of ideas to get started. But I'm sure as this grows, as this, you know... As it, it learns and it grows, it's going to get smarter. It's going to yeah. get more detailed. Yes. But here's the thing. there There is a you know, there's an aspect of our own human lives that we incorporate into this that is so unique. I just can't see, see that's, that that's, AI can over overcome that. Right. And that's what a lot of my writer friends say. Yeah. When I, when I read the Facebook posts and things like that, the human element, the human element of our own foibles in our own stories in life and our problems in life that we bring to the table that are yeah. truly unique I just don't think that AI is going to be able to replicate that. It can to I some disagree. degree. And <laughs> use our phrase, I disagree. I disagree. Yeah. It, it, to some degree it can, but it's going to, I don't think it's going to be, maybe it's not there, going to frame it the same way that we can. So, so here's um, the thing. One of the um, sayings that I've loved over the last, I don't know, five or five years or so that I've learned right. is that that which is most universal is most, that which is most personal is most universal. Yeah. Yeah. So the things that we think are the most personal, the most unique, the most, our biggest secrets are actually very common and very universal. Sure. And as AI learns that and begins to catalog those things, mm-hmm. just like the the journal entry I, that I had it prompt, it's going to be pretty easy to hit that emotion in those stories. Yeah, right. Right. Because even, even great authors when they tell their stories, it's not exactly their stories, right? They always, I mean, unless it's a memoir or something, Mm -hmm. Um, but even then it's through their lens of what they remember it to be, not what actually happened. If we want to get really into psychology and stuff. So I feel like, uh, I think in five years, this will outright almost anybody on the planet, except maybe the top, except for (laughs) 0.5% of. Yeah. I mean, guys like Stephen King, there, I mean, you're never going to outright or I don't know, you know change I his voice. I don't know. Maybe yeah. novels. Yeah. I mean, it, it, I think he could learn it. Absolutely. <clears throat> I remember when, we'll I, when I first got started in copy, um, one of the, my copy chiefs, he was like, you know, the way they came up th- that they taught us to come up with ideas is, is he used the example of teenage bin, mutant ninja turtles, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> so you've got, three or four different things all coming together to make one new thing. Right. That's all ideas are. Sure. And that's the argument I had with somebody online the other day or the discussion I had with somebody is like, they were like, well, this is only creating derivatives of what already exists. And I said, well, that's all we do yeah. as humans. We only create derivatives. We very, very rarely create something new because the new thing is a combination of two or three old things mm-hmm. that we've yeah. reworked. Right. There's nothing new under the sun, right? Is the old saying. Yeah, I think what the challenge of people who, I mean, moving forward, they're going to have to be super creative. I mean, yeah. in in how they approach, they're going to have to be, you know, from a football analogy, Sean, they're going to have to be like the Mike Leach of college football. You know, we'll throw him in there since, you know, mass respect. We're paying tribute yes. to him this week. Um but there's a guy, you know, everybody said this thing, you know, here he in college. He broke all football. the rules. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. He, he broke he, all the rules. He broke all the rules. He did things his way 
and he went against the grain. So he, and people loved him for that. You know, he mm-hmm. was so, he was one of the most interesting people to interview and talk to. Yep. Um, so that's yeah, kind of a funny, like you, you see some of the clips and like, there's one clip going around where I can't remember which, which sideline reporter it was, <laughs> uh, but she was asking about wedding plans, right? Yeah, Cause right. she knew of all the coaches he was going to get. Yeah. He, he would actually answer that question. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. And, and I, he would rather answer that question than something else. Right. Like she knew that. And yeah. cause that's just how he is. Like he'll give you his opinion on anything, but here's the thing. This is so fast and so powerful. It can scan so much information mm-hmm. ongoing that humans will not be able to keep up. Yeah. Yeah. So what this is going to do is I, I think in the next five years, this will replace more people than the last hundred years in the industrial revolution replaced yeah. people like yeah. machines, re, you know, replaced Absolutely. people in factories. This will do in five years, what took almost a hundred years to do in, in manufacturing. That's amazing. And that's going to create a massive, massive disruption. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to be interesting to see where that falls. I don't know where it's going to fall. Um, I think it's going to free up some time. I think it's, I think this may, I told, I told my wife last night, this may be the first piece of technology that actually delivers on the promise of working less. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause if you think about it ever since the internet and computers, we've actually, we've been more productive. Yes. But we've been working more and more and more and more. Sure. Yeah. It's actually harder to get away and not work. And I think this maybe, or maybe it's just wishful thinking will reverse that curve and actually allow us to work less. I don't know. Cause I've got, you know, my marketing friends are like, Oh my God, I can now write 10,000 articles instead of a thousand, right? They're wanting <laughs> yeah. to 10 exit. Sure. You know, they're wanting yeah. to grant card own it and 10 right. exit because right. of this. Um, I'm like, no, why don't you just write the same thousand, but then like take a day off. Right. You know, but yeah, you know, that's what it is. But, but yeah, this is a huge leap forward. And, and I think from what I understand, and I'm open to being wrong on this, um, the first quarter is supposed to roll out, I think, uh, GPT-4, which is going to allow companies like Jasper and some of the other AI companies mm-hmm. to tap into this same level of proficiency or higher. Yeah. And I think that's when people's minds, that's when people are really going to freak out. Yeah. Like people are already freaking out, but it's just <laughs> us geeks that are in on this stuff. Sure. The average population is not even paying attention yet. Yeah. It's mostly marketers and writers, um, you know, and journalists and some teachers and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, I mean, I showed this to one of my daughter's friends who's in school still. I was like, yeah, you can write all your term papers with this, you know? <laughs> and I, I sent her the list. She's like, oh my, oh my God, it is. It's like, yeah. Um, they're talking about watermarking it though. So that, you know, I mean, there's, there's all kinds of like ethical issues already popping up. Yeah. Like, yeah. do we watermark this? Do we have to put a disclaimer that this is written by AI? Like, how does this work going forward? Cause it's so good. And it, Oh it's yeah. Starting to Think about this so in, back in college, man. Freaking oh, right. Yeah, everything high school, for like, you. I mean, term yeah. papers. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I did, so I was done. playing around. There's an article. I can't remember what, where it was, but it was an English teacher, mm-hmm. maybe scientific American, I think. Uh, but it was an English teacher, high school English teacher who wrote about this and, and her experience. And she was like, she think she was like, this is like the printing press, the steam engine, the blah, 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 all rolled into one. Like, this is big. Oh, it's great. She's like, people do not even need the skill of writing anymore. Well, you know, think about like, if you're, if you own a company, if you're an entrepreneur mm-hmm. or if you're the marketing director for a company. And I think about in my industry, you know, um, you know, composite, specialty chemicals, advanced materials, industries. Um, this is a great resource because sometimes you want to knock out some of these freebies, what these freemiums, these white papers yeah. that you just need to get out really quick. And you've exactly. got to get a baseline, you know, maybe fill in the gaps, but you need a baseline for, you know, your white paper to get out, you know, ultra quick just to yeah. get some attraction, just to get some, you know, some people to, 
you know, take advantage of the offer, you know, obviously, you know, call to action. You've got to be doing that, always doing that call to action. Um, you know, these white papers and niche industries are, this is the way people attract it. Right. I mean, and these are, I mean, this right here is a great way to, you know, get your baseline, fill in the gaps, knock it out. You know, this is like, I mean, with a, a tool like this, so maybe this is like a two day process where you're creating this content, you know, to get out. So I'm going to real quick, I can't resist. So write a 1000 word white paper on the future uses for AI um, <laughs> as to use as a, an opt-in yeah. for yeah. prospects. I don't know if it'll do it. Th- do, do they have an app for this yet? Or is it just, is it web, just web-based? Um, I think it's web-based right now. Okay. Um, and the other day I was trying to get on it and it was already, it was loaded. Like they had it, yeah. they had it turned off because too many people were trying to access it. I mean, it's mm-hmm. everywhere right now. Um, so there you go. Look at that. The future of artificial intelligence opportunities and challenges. And it's going to give me a thousand words, probably to the word, you know, Look at that. Um, and to our listeners, go back up. Can you scroll back up, Sean? What did you post? Yeah. You posted, uh, right Sean posted, right. 1000, a 1000 word white paper on the future uses of AI to use as an opt-in for prospects. Right. So it gave it the title, the future of artificial intelligence, colon opportunities and challenges, Yeah, which is a great white paper title because mm-hmm. it's not a B to C it's a B to B. Right. Um, yeah. And then it's just, it's just writing paragraph after paragraph. That's amazing. <laughs> just, Look at that. It's now, just, it hasn't stopped. It's crazy. Right? So now I take that, you know, and I <clears throat> it to us, to one of my, you know, senior people, um, I say, Hey, just fact check this, mm-hmm. um, double check it, add in a couple pieces of, you know, statistics or proofs. Right. And then send it off to graphic design, have them load it up. Like I just cut, you know, a week off the process. Right. You know, instead of assigning this to a writer, you know, for the first draft, like, and now it's done in literally 30 seconds. That's amazing. Um, (laughs) In conclusion, the future uses for AI are vast and varied, and it has the potential to transform a wide range of industries. However, it is important to carefully consider the challenges that will need to be overcome in order to realize its full potential. By working together to address these challenges, we can ensure that the benefits of AI are shared by all. Put your call to action in there and do, I mean, so it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, like eight paragraphs so so it's basically an essay format intro five paragraphs conclusion um and about a thousand words title like it would take most people four to five hours to write that even if they're pretty used to writing that right like i know you know with the little reason now i can take that draft i can go punch it up with some statistics some quotes and things like that, which that's one thing that these things cannot do is the statistics and quotes. Yeah. Um, they don't seem to do that very well because they don't like to cite sources for some reason. <laughs> um, that's great. So, so yeah, but if I just now take that and just plug in those things and it's, it's really powerful. So love it, man. Yeah. That's fun, man. Talk about just overwhelming. Yeah. Our audience. Can you imagine what David Dutton would do with, I don't know if he's played with this yet. Like I think of David Dutton sometimes like as fast as that boy is, man. Oh yeah. He, he he'll puts stuff into practice. Out. Yeah. I mean, he'll well, have six I mean, books. I'm automatically chomping at the bit, dude. I've got two books yeah. right next year. Boom. There, done. There you go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but they're so. niche books. They're eBooks. They're market, you know, they're market centric. Yeah, and know, see, to the where a lot of my writer, not, and they're not broad books, but yeah, these are great. Yeah. These are ebooks. Like white a lot papers. of my writer friends get a little chip on their shoulder, and you can tell they get a little bit of like emotional charge to it. Uh-huh. They're like, "Well, I could do this better," and like, "Oh, it doesn't like have this or that." And I'm like, "What? No one cares, fine, but it, right? Like I mean, nobody cares. Like right. they just it's want just the like, basic information. That's right. That's right. Um, but yeah. why not? They, they want the not? like you." <laughs> Yeah, that's that's so funny because you're uh, they're forgetting the fact that people it really depends on the uh, you know your target market but 
I know for a fact in my industry, people want the information. They don't care how you present it. Um, yeah. So, yeah. And why not write the draft and then punch it up if you want to add your flair to it, right. you know? Yeah. But like, let AI do the tool. Let, let AI do the legwork yeah. and then punch it up. Like, so... All right, well, oh, we I love that it. Horse. I love it. We beat that horse. Yeah, I'm going to post this one on Facebook. That's great, the man. Hallmark I, I can think, that, I mean, there's so many different niches. Like, you know, I was doing holiday shopping this week and I, there's just so many things, so many areas. I love hunting. So it's like I was picking up, like I was ordering a uh, 20 gauge shotgun this week and which I know little about 20 gauges. There's so many different things you could just like tap into that would just, I mean, you just give you all sorts of information on these, like it's a resource. Like hunting gifts, huh? So, it topped in hunting gifts, hunting gifts. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. He did not like that. <laughs> Apparently, he doesn't like hunting. Oh really? So, so there's a little bias in the oh, uh, machine, okay. little machine right there. Ooh, that's not good. Yeah. Uh, so, because I don't think it's an error in the system. So mm-hmm. top ten bad gifts. Yeah. Maybe it, maybe it is just punching right to punch in. Um, uh, it could just be overloaded right rifles now. Rifles for hunting or something like that. Cause I got to know. <laughs> something's down right now. So something's okay. just down. Okay. Probably it's overloaded. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Anyway, I th- I'm going to, I'm going re- to, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to place my Hallmark story on Facebook. To see, <laughs> that's awesome. Feedback on that. Love that. Yeah. crafty so christmas that's good. that's good there you go so all right good stuff sean we will uh certainly break this um for two episodes part one and part two but it's been yeah. good man i love it covered a lot of stuff yeah um everybody you can find us over at persuasion by the pint uh, dot com if you go to that you'll find uh this episode will be episode 289 and 290 so we've hit the 290 mark as of this second episode and um man we're only like 10 episodes away from the big 300 sean i can't wait yes big celebration yeah um so you can find us persuasion by the pint.com you can find us on all of your podcast platforms stitcher radio iheart spotify you name it and uh we'll see you all next week as we premiere our pre-christmas episode next next friday our episode it'll right be uh, Christmas Eve Eve, right? That's Christmas right. Christmas Eve Eve. So, Christmas yeah. Eve Eve. So um, stay tuned. We'll probably knock out a couple of episodes then, and then um, it'll be fun, man. Hope everyone has a wonderful uh, weekend and a great week upcoming as we uh, get ready for the holidays. It'll be fun. All right. See ya. See ya.